welcome to The Retake, episode 0.1, hosted by Dan Orlowitz. If you're listening to this, you're probably familiar with my work on the Japan Times. My appearances on other much better organized podcasts than this one will probably turn out to be. And uh, my various and sundry ramblings about Japanese soccer on Twitter. My idea for this podcast is to expand on my ongoing column from the spot or my occasional J-League notebooks, whether that means a deeper dive into the content or look at a related subject that I think was really interesting but couldn't find a way to get into print. So in this pilot, I guess you can call it, uh, following my new column on the J-League's disappointing 2019 awards show, I want to get into the question of how the league can fix it. I think, in my opinion, the reason that the awards show on Sunday was so disappointing was that the league has actually had such a really good season. The uh, promotion of the league has been on point. Uh, The clubs have worked very hard to get their digital promotion game going. Uh, They've really been bringing in fans and creating new audiences and the the level of play on the pitch has been good uh, so this should have been a, a victory lap as i wrote this this should have been a chance for the j league to say look at all the things we did and it wasn't so now we have to look at how they can make next year's award ceremony worth watching. And that's going to be tough because I think a lot of people who saw this year's ceremony will say, oh, it's just been getting worse. There's no reason to watch it again next year. Uh, But I I think it can be saved. So the first step is that they have to secure an arena. It can be Yokohama Arena. It can be Saitama Super Arena. It it can be Ryokoku Kokugikan. It can be the Budokan. Anywhere. Just get a big space, fill it with fans, bring back that sense of majesty. The next step, which is something I touched on in my column, is that they should be bringing back uh, J2 and J3 related awards. There should be no reason that the league can't put together a best 11 for each of the divisions and an MVP for each of the divisions. I think that Uh, As the J1 gets more and more popular, uh, that's not a bad thing, but you do have to recognize the lower leagues, and I think that by doing that, you'll help them get more recognition and help them get more attention. Uh, I think that they can also introduce more player awards. You can do a comeback player of the year type award. You can do awards for the best player at each position, uh, such as other leagues have. The goal should be to get more teams represented to get more players recognized and to make all of the fans not not just the the fans of the top two or three teams in the j1 uh, feel like they have something to look forward to at the end of each year as far as the presentation of the awards goes i'd like to see more video and fewer celebrity presenters and by fewer i mean none Uh, we shouldn't have to get some third-rate comedians introducing the best 11 and the MVP. You can get former players. You can get former coaches. You can even get former players and coaches who are now commentators and media people. That's totally fine. But uh, there was no need to stack the show with as many of these random talento as they did on Sunday. And there's no need to interview them because they should be coming on, introducing the players and getting the hell off stage.
Another thing I like to see the J-League do more is boast about its off-the-pitch accomplishments. Uh, They publish something called the Pub Report, which stands for Participate, Understand, Build. Every year, late December, uh, it comes out in this press conference that nobody really pays attention to. But it's a fascinating document because it goes over the league's marketing strategy, its business strategy, what it's accomplished, and what its new initiatives are for the following season. And it would be cool to highlight some of these things at the award ceremony, where fans who might not really be paying attention to that sort of thing during the season can see, well, this is what the league has done. This is where it's going. You can highlight new stadiums that are being built. You can highlight new merchandise strategies. You can highlight new ticketing strategies. So these are all things that you have this amazing platform that for one night the fans are watching and you should use it. Uh, To that extent, I think that the J-League should look at what Major League Soccer is doing. Uh, Every year they have executive awards where they're identifying the ticket sales team of the year, uh, marketing executive of the year, public relations team of the year, club retailer of the year, uh, marketing initiatives, uh, academies, which, well, the J-League does uh, recognize the best academy and youth teams, digital teams, uh, EMLS, which the J-League could use the awards to highlight some of their esports stuff and uh, bring some attention to it. One interesting award could be the Best International Partnership, uh, which would be a way to highlight uh, some of the club partnerships that J-League clubs have with Southeast Asian clubs and show what those clubs are doing, how they're interacting with Southeast Asia, and what benefit it's bringing to not just Japanese soccer, but to Asian soccer as a whole. Finally, I think that the most important thing the J-League can do at its awards is have a bit of fun. As I wrote in my column, the most interesting part of Sunday ceremony was Fronta accepting the uh, Best Young Player Award for Al Tanaka. Like, It was really such an an authentically J-League moment. And anyone who's followed the league knows what I mean when I say it. Like, it's a mascot up there in a suit, in in a tux, accepting this award. And yet it doesn't feel fake. It doesn't feel contrived. Like, it is a J-League thing. And so you can do that. You can involve mascots. I even think that you can involve fans. Uh, that's sort of a difficult thing to figure out, but certainly some of the supporters out there deserve recognition, and there's some really interesting characters who can contribute something positive to the ceremony. I even think that the league should consider relaxing the dress code a bit, uh, let the players express themselves in ways other than plain old tuxedos. I'm sure we'd all love to see King Kazu and uh, whatever he would wear if he were unleashed. Those are a few ideas I've thought of, and I'd love to hear what other people think, so share your own thoughts with the hashtag RetakePod. 
For more text-based ramblings and memes, follow me on Twitter at iStereoTokyo. And do let me know if this is something you actually want to hear again on a regular or semi-regular basis. This podcast is a personal project and not affiliated with the Japan Times as of this recording, but you should still follow our sports team at JT underscore sports to keep up with all of our original content. That's full time. Thanks for listening.